passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's see how this all sounds. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. You sound great. This is weird because I can't see anybody's face. I know. I don't <laughs> like it. Yeah, this is going to be... It's like Charlie and Charlie's Angels. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what does Bubba say? He's the Wizard of Oz behind the <laughs> the veil. But that's okay. We're going to make it work. Um, we are still working on the title of this show. It's like, I don't like just Anna, Tara, Carrie. We need like a... We need we need a title, a working title. So please, suggestions and recommendations are are welcome. Because I don't know what to call this. Uh, Sister girl time, sister girl chat. Charlie's angels. Charlie's angels. <laughs> We're working on it. But Carrie, thank you for coming in. And your husband is here. Yeah, Doctor Drew. Um, and when you told me he was a dermatologist, my eyes uh, widened because I am a huge fan of Doctor Pimple Popper, as I talk about her often. And I want to hear about the nastiest, grossest cyst that you've popped, sir, because that really uh, tickles my fancy. And I, what's your, what's your, <laughs> it's Dr. Drew and then your last name? Claudel. Claudel. Okay. Because okay. there's another C. Dr. Drew in the ether. Yes. Yeah. He's psych though, right? Yeah. Dr. <laughs> Drew Pinsky or something like that. Hey, yeah, psych my and derm and go hand in hand. Bubba's sometimes. friends with Dr. Drew. Is he really? Yeah. Shut really up. good friend. Yeah. They used to be good friends. Um, sorry, drinking water here. So, Doctor Drew Claudel, dermatologist, right? Yes. AKA Mark Wahlberg. AKA, <laughs> yeah, you do look so much like Mark Wahlberg. I think you're one of the bros. Like seriously, when you... I inject his Botox, I, 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 I really specifically don't over inject because I want to keep that like, uh, like right. I in mean, the he of the looks like a Wahlberg mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> Yeah, a I'll cross take it between as a it is a compliment. Are you kidding me? <laughs> between Mark and Donnie, he looks kind of like a hybrid. Who's the hotter one? Is it Mark now? Right, he's the one that gets a bit like two in the morning and starts working oh, out. Yeah. Does CrossFit? Yeah. yeah, he was okay. Marky Mark. I mean, yes. in the funky right. bunch. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm looking more like Donnie, so maybe that's not a good. <laughs> yeah. Donnie's hot. He's married to um, it's Jenny. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good. Lo- they're all. I mean, both of them are good looking. Really good looking. Yeah, you look totally look like a Wahlberg. That's like a good thing. She said that, and I, you walked in. I was like, damn. <laughs> right on the money. Um, I do want to apologize to you, Carrie, for kind of having a freak out last week. We, yes, let's talk about yeah, that. Your first uh, facial experience. My first, I've never even gotten a facial before. I don't really know much about a- aesthetics. I had brunch with the girls this week, and I told them about all the th- the possibilities that you opened for me. And mm-hmm. one of them was like, are you fucking stupid? Why are you not? Get-? She's like, do everything. And I, because, <laughs> because she's, you know, she's in that world, and she was telling me about, you know, things I'd never heard of before, like lip blushing and a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. So, 
Um, she's like, get it all done. And I'm like, dude, I've never even gotten a facial before. The, Wednesday was my first time. Like, I really need to go one step at a time. I move slow pretty much in everything that I do. So uh, I definitely, I've been doing my research. I, I looked up the whole chin thing that you were talking about, and it is a thing, apparently. Yes. Recess chin. Recess chin. Yes, and to create balance in the lower face. Yes, yeah, so I watched many a YouTube video oh, about before and afters and about what it looks like and how it kind of not realigns your jaw or anything like that, but, you know, makes your teeth look less protruding. It just yeah. balances Improves you out. Improves your profile, yes. Yes, yes it, it, it certainly does. Well, but, that's the beauty of facial mapping. Okay. Yeah, and it, and it was really funny because once you were like, I'm going to map your face, I'm like, well, I feel like this is not going to be a self-esteem building, um, <laughs> uh, you know, project here. But it was it was cool and you were awesome. But I did feel bad because I, I know no, that... Oh, baby steps. Yeah, and I know that you are, because you were talking about this, that you're such a perfectionist because all you see is like I can help you here I can help you there I want to build your confidence this that and the other so I felt bad because I knew that you're I mean you're essentially an artist right of the face and you want to do your work and I know that you're good at what you do so I do apologize for having a little bit of a freak out no you did not freak out you did perfect but also it did kind of work because number one you did your research Uh number two you have fucking makeup on and I've never seen you wear makeup I know you had makeup on today and I called you out on that number three (laughs) I did stalk your insta Uh and you never post yourself in pictures, and I saw you post something over the weekend, like just casual. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely mostly just post radio stuff. I'm not one for selfies or anything right. like that. It's just but it's not really my style. But Even the hydrofacial and your skin improving uh-huh. and the medical-grade products, you're feeling a little better about I your am. skin. I am. I, okay. I definitely am, and I'm, I'm, I would say I'm probably most interested in Botox. I think that scares me the least. So if I'm going to take uh, the plunge, that's probably... Where I'm gonna start with uh with with some of those Botox injections, but I do want to talk about something that has really nothing to do with aesthetics because I need I need some input input from the girls and boy it's it's anybody can kind of um weigh in on this, but I uh, I think we're kind of all on the same page with the uh, the COVID vaccine, right? It's like do you boo boo sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. I've done my. Uh, due diligence, my research, I really, really don't want to get it. Um, but I had a talk with my mother yesterday. I'm supposed to go to California next next month to go visit her and go to a wedding. And uh, my mom drank the Kool-Aid and she does not want to see me until I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in this weird situation where, you know, it, it's not even the state that's pressuring me or, you know, the, the federal government. It's my mother now, my mom does have a lot of pre-existing conditions. She had open heart surgery last year and stuff like that. She got vaccinated. She she got COVID and then she got vaccinated. So I thought that she had enough protection. I got COVID in April, so I'm pretty sure I have antibodies and was mm-hmm. willing to get an antibody test. But she consulted her doctor and uh, the doctor just feels like it's not safe until I get the vaccine, even if I have proof of antibodies. But, oh, and he's from California. Yeah. Yeah, my whole family's from California. Super, super left, which is fine, but uh, I'm, I've definitely deviated from that. And I deviated long before I even moved to Florida. I definitely had questions when I was in college at UC Santa Barbara. I was just like, this is not adding up. But um, now that I'm in Florida, obviously, it's kind of accelerated that process working with uh, the people I work with here and stuff like that, you know, Dr. Dan and all that. So I don't know what to do. And last night was the first time in the entire duration of the time the vaccine's been available that I actually considered getting it. Because I'm like, what? 
what am I just never going to see my mother again? Like, what's the, you know, and I'm the type of person where I have strong principles and I really don't want to get it and I hate big pharma and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, like, are, are principles just useless if you can't see your family? Like, so I really, really don't know what to do. I want Dr. Drew to chime in yeah. on this. I'm not a clinician because <laughs> he's yeah. very, just answer. I feel like, yeah, like my opinion does not matter. Uh-huh. I'm not a clinician. So, you know, I, I just, I have no opinion on this. I have no idea what to do. I feel like I'm just kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place where I really don't want to get it. And I was steadfast with it on my, with my mom on the phone because, you know, I've, I've, I've done my due diligence. I'm not a doctor, but again, I don't even trust doctors because everyone's a doctor and they're saying different stuff. So it's like <laughs> right. this expert is. But here's the cool thing: thing. Doctor yeah. Drew doesn't know. Doctor Drew Claudel does not know you. Yes. So probably, you know, getting his perspective might lend some insight on maybe what direction. At least another party, like Doctor Diaco, you're close with him. You work with him. Right. So you know, you understand his his you know stance. Mm-hmm. Carrie. You know, I think it would I would also be interested in hearing her mm-hmm. um, opinion. But but for Dr. Drew Claudel, I think it, it's important to get, you know, what do you think, especially in your you're a dermatologist. So you're, you know, in a unique well, field. Keep in mind, this is not my specialty. I, I'm, right. I'm not an infectious disease specialist, but I'm not aware of any studies or any science that shows that vaccination is any more effective than natural immunity. And mm-hmm. if you've already had the. Mm-hmm. The virus, you're 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 probably uh, you're probably covered, but I agree with what you said. You know, family's family, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I I personally was not afraid of catching the virus. I don't have any of the the standard risk factors that everybody talks about as far as uh, being elderly, overweight, pulmonary disease. But I do see a lot of elderly patients, and as much as I was against getting vaccinated, I went ahead and just. I went ahead and got it just to kind of eliminate any. Which any, one did you get? I got the Moderna. Okay. And I had two. And, you know, there, there's just not a lot of guidance right now in the country. And, and that's the problem. Everybody's lost and they're going, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. They're mm-hmm. listening to, to idiots out there, including, you know, the, 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 the people in the administration and and uh, the people that are in charge of all this. And, and it's because they don't know either. And, and uh, you know, the, having the two shots, for instance, they recommended – you know, getting those several weeks apart. Now they're saying, well, maybe they should have spaced them apart. But now mm-hmm. they're trying to make up for that with this uh, booster shot. Now the that third, yeah. About. There's no evidence that shows that 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 may not even be needed, uh, right. but especially with natural immunity. With that said, if you, you know, if your mom wants you to have it to see her, then it's, Mention, it's hard to mention turn about <laughs> what you told me because I'm like on. I had COVID back in November, mm-hmm. pretty bad. Lost my taste and smell. It really mind fucked me having that and i still have brain fog and i deal with just exhaustion from time to time on here i didn't know yeah yeah yeah, it's very 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 okay Mm -hmm. um that's why i like them and so (laughs) um but explain or say because you even said even if you should get it with you still being childbearing age um the risk of i've heard that the people that have had had the the uh, virus and and with uh, the natural immunity I've, i've heard some Studies, I think, out there are showing that it may actually not offer anything, but also could maybe be more harmful in that population. And, uh, you know, kids now, they're finding out young males are having heart issues with uh, Is it the endocarditis? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so people that are low risk, again, I think common sense, 
mm-hmm. washing your hands. If you want to wear a mask, you know, keep your distance. Right. Those type of things. Certainly, if you're compromised, you know, if the vaccine is so good and masks are so good, then people should be happy if they want to do that. That's fine, but they shouldn't um, impose it on. They shouldn't impose it on everybody. And yeah, and, um, I agree. shouldn't be mandated. But I, I also, don't think the government should mandate it. No, of and course. essentially, aren't you getting a vaccine to protect yourself? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because you can still get it and spread it. And I, I told my mom that several times, and it's one of those things where, you know, she's following the logic train. I go, if so facto, you know, people that have the vaccine can still get it and spread it. And it was almost kind of like best case scenario with the vaccine where it only protected you. So you didn't you didn't have to you didn't have to worry about being a grandma killer as long as grandma was vaccinated then right. you're good to go you can do whatever you want you don't have to worry about getting the vaccine to protect other people which is how it was pitched in the beginning right like do it for your community well that went out the window when you can still get it and spread it so my mom follows the logic train she gets it but then at the end she just goes I don't feel comfortable my doctor said it's it's not a good idea so yeah, it's that's like kind of what they did if, to my mom too yeah even if you got tested before when you got there and then. She wasn't comfortable. She's like, well, is it a PCR? And I'm like, well, no, it's one from Walgreens. So that wasn't good enough. And I said, what about an antibody test? And she says, well, you know, you really don't know how many antibodies you have. It's either yes or no. So you could get a PCR when you landed and then you get the results the next day. I mean, I mean, she'd if, have to pick me up from the airport, and then she'd feel. Can you just laugh? You know, that did <laughs> occur that to me, accent. Carrie. That did occur. Fake vaccination. <laughs> can you just laugh? And the say answer, that again. A fake vaccination. Well, I, I can't card. do it. Can you just laugh? Can you just laugh? Can you lie? But, <laughs> but here's the here's the yeah. here's the bottom line, Aunt Anna. You're looking for an answer, and you're looking for somebody to tell you, and and that's what sucks. Yeah. This is gonna. You're gonna ask fifty different people and hear fifty different. You know. Um, scenarios, 50, 50 different answers. This is something you've got to just decide. Pull the trigger. And I don't want to. I know. So, unfortunately, any doctor, nobody is going to have the right answer because nobody really knows. Nobody so, knows. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's just you've got to make peace with it and either do it. Or la. Uh, or, or, or la. <laughs> la. And I have no, let me, let me be clear, I have no problem lying. I do have a problem you lying lie to my your mother. Mo- you can't lie. Especially over something regarding, you know, health and well-being, you know? Yes, no. So. I, I don't know. I think you just have to, you've got to make peace with it one way or another. And, you know, fly in a day early, get a hotel. Yeah. Get a PCR. You know, get an Uber to a hotel right there by the airport. That's a good idea, actually. And get a PCR. Watch me get COVID. And, and then, then I'm just stuck there and then, <laughs> for two weeks. And then, you know, the next day you'll find out and you can see your mom and everyone can rest assured. That would be fantastic. Um, I, I, that's actually a really, really great idea. I, I'm looking for sort of like, okay, could I do this? Because it would be dumb for me to get tested and then get on a plane. Like, that's not helping anyone. Anybody. It's like, oh, let me get tested and go to a concert. You know, right. obviously it doesn't really matter. So I've just been kind of weighing over this the last 24 hours because my mom ha- was actively avoiding me and admitted it, you know, because we were supposed to talk last week and all of a sudden she just, you know, she was ghosting me. And I've been ghosted by a lot of men in my life, but not my mother. So that was a weird flex. <laughs> when are you I'm supposed like, to see her? So what's your timeline? October 20th was when I was supposed to fly in. So a month and a week or something like that. So, so I, even best case scenario, you could only get one vaccine. You couldn't get unless both I get J and J. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but. unless I get the J and J, which is the least effective, which is totally fine with me. I, I'm not scared of the virus at all. I, and at the end of the day, I'd rather just live my life and risk dying than be in fear for the next decade or however long they're going to have us wrapped up. So that's just you know. And and my mom was just very. 
she's she's supportive in what however I want to live my life, but she does think it's a bit reckless how we do things in Florida. And I go, oh, you mean just like living a normal life of how it was before the you know before the pandemic? But um, you know, she's a little concerned that I wasn't social distancing. I'm like, oh, mom, it doesn't matter how many people you sleep with as long as you take the STD you test know, and you're clean, older right? Generation like, is is highly um, influenced, I mm-hmm. think, by especially like media well and anything said. that she's being to- they're being told. I mean. My mom's the same way. Which is weird because both your mom and my mom, at least my mom over the last election cycle, definitely got red-pilled. She is in California, but she does live in a conservative enclave of Orange County, which is pretty conservative in a very blue state. She did vote for Trump, although I'm not supposed to tell anybody that. But well, I'm glad you didn't just like publicly admit it or anything. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she, you know, she. It's fine. Listen, none of my the, like her sister or brother or anything know how to access Twitch or anything like that or the internet, basically. So <laughs> I think I'm pretty safe. Everyone I talk shit about on like Twitch is unable to access it because they're boomers and they Lucky refuse you. to learn uh, new things, which is mm-hmm. fine. That's totally fine. But um, so that's I'm just kind of in this uh, conundrum and I've been kind of asking for advice and it would really kill me to, you know, lay down the sword to the man. I think you got to go see. I think you have to go see her. You have to. Life is short. But if you don't feel comfortable with the vaccine, I say you get the PCR when you land, get there, you know, at a decent time and spend the night in a hotel. There's plenty. I've been to San Diego. There's that hotel row near the airport. You can get, you know, like. Homewood Suites for a hundred bucks a night. Yeah, spend the night. See her the next day. You'll get the results. I think that's a great idea. You're right. I I just you have to see her. Yeah. Though. How long has it been? Two years. Two years. Got to see your mom. It's been it's been two years. So if I get if I get that negative PCR test, maybe that will. Yeah, I mean maybe that's that'll make kind you of feel a, more comfortable. Yeah, and tell her that you know you're not necessarily refusing. You're just you, you've got so many mixed emotions. Yeah, that that's the sucky rushing, part of this whole yeah. entire whatever it is is that it's you know keeping you from seeing your loved ones i mean even uh you know uh, patients that are in nursing homes and and that are you know you know more in danger if they get sick are mentally you know their mental health is declining because mm-hmm. they're not seeing their loved ones i mean it's a real it's it's a real fucked up and the thing is is they're it, it's they're making it political and it has yeah. nothing to do with politics Yes. I even said that. My mom said, you know, I'm not trying to make this political. I said, neither am I. Like, we're just talking mm-hmm. science here. I just right. don't understand, you know, the the evidence shows if you want to talk science, which is what we're doing, the evidence shows that the vaccine just protects you. It doesn't, it doesn't prevent you from getting it. It doesn't prevent you from spreading it. It just prevents the severity of the symptoms. So. I think it's like wearing a seatbelt. Right. You can mm-hmm. still get in a crash. Yeah. And, and you can die. still get fucked up. Yeah. And you can still die. <laughs> but your chances are a lot less. Correct. One of my um, partners is a physician, and that's kind of the analogy he gave. And he is one way, you know, he, he feels like you got to make a, the, the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. He's not pro or anti. And that was the analogy. I think it really resonated with me. I'm like, okay, yeah, it is. You know, you can still die if you're, if you have a seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. And I think that was. The big misconception is everyone thought this vaccine, oh, it's going to protect you and you're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody said that, but it obviously was kind of there was that way. Yeah, but that was, it was never impl- said that. Outright. So now it's divided us again. So, yeah, it's just it's a seatbelt, you know. Yeah, it's never it's never ending. And I know we mentioned mental health and this is how I'm going to uh, segue back into aesthetics. But and pimple popping and pimple oh. popping. <laughs> but in terms of um, mental health and addiction, you can be addicted to a lot of different things, right? 
right, drugs, shopping, whores, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Do you think that, like, in the realm of aesthetics, because that's that's your field of expertise, Carrie, do you think that there are people who are addicted to that? Oh, God. Yes. Where... I feel like I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> oh, I'm a total addict. You should addict. see what he's no, doing. No, I'm not. I'm very balanced. I wish balanced. I could see you guys face. <laughs> but do you think that that, because I was kind of thinking about that, because my friend, I won't mention her name, but I went to brunch with her on Sunday, and it seems like she's recently got into, and recently maybe in the last like year or two, gotten into you know she was telling me about uh cheek you know cheek fillers and lip fillers and and blushing and this and that and um it seems like once you start you it's not like it you get one thing fixed and you're done it's like oh i really like but that. it's about balance yeah. right so sli- you don't want to look like the joker from Batman. Yeah, it can be a slippery <laughs> slope if your provider isn't cutting you off and saying baby girl it's let's do a hydrofacial no more injections for you Mm -hmm. you're you're you know we're measuring you look your balance you look amazing so i feel like if you aren't you know as a provider um you know not really being honest and saying i'm done with you because i mean you know let's go on to something else then you definitely could be you know feeding that slippery slope so it definitely is a slippery slope. I agree. And you've had to cut people off before, where you're like, "Oh yes," you're like, "I don't want my name on this face." That looks have just you had to cut plastic. people off? What's that conversation like? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to hear know, this. I feel like as I've gotten, I, I've been doing this over over 20 years. So now I'm just like, I ain't got time for that. Like, I mean, it's like I'm, I, I, I'm, that sounded terrible. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like, <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Well, you're trying that, to look out for their best interest, I am. right? I'm trying to look out their best for the best interest. And when I'm even doing the consult with patients, in the back of my mind, it's this, even though I have no degree in psychology or therapy, but you kind of have to be aware, are you tweakment? I call it a tweakment. Like, you know, a tweakment to where you're, you know, just enhancing um, maybe a feature or you mm-hmm. are, you know, taking, trying to be your best version your of yourself. Your best version of yourself to boost your confidence. And so, or in the back, usually they, they ask the right, the right questions and they're acting the right way to where it's a red flag. Um, in that this is something that could be a little bit more emotional, psychological, uh, negative. Um, there's some, there's some red flags. So what are the right things to say to get the work done so I can write those down in case I need it in oh, the I future? Know. It's like going to see a, 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 you know, a therapist. <laughs> yeah, we're getting like get oxys something. and be like, no, I yeah, really do have back pain. And yeah. know what to say and pass a test. Mm-hmm. Bill shopping. <laughs> So what, so what are some of the red flags that, that people tell you oh, so I can avoid them um, in terms of like when they want work done? I want to be perfect. People say that. I want to be perfect. People say that. I will be so that. happy once, uh, once I get through with my objections. I know that I will be like, it will, I, I okay. will be like the best person ever. Okay. Um, oh, um, I'm, I, my boyfriend will, he'll, he'll love me more. <gasps> oh my God. People have said that to you before. <laughs> are you kidding? Oh, girl, yes. Um, um, my boyfriend. There's a, there is a lot of body dysmorphia that will, you know, come up and, um, sure. or when they say they want to look like I saw an Instagram filter. Oh, I Instagram bet that happens somewhat. a lot, right? Yeah, well, they'll, they'll bring in a picture and say, Hey, make me look like this. Yeah. yeah looking like it's somebody like that's else. Not a real person. That's oh, another one. I think yeah. I did that when I met you, didn't I? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think the, the most, um, the, the most makes my heart hurt is the ones that think they're going to be loved more or accepted more. Um, what you do know, you tell those people? Like, what's the response? Because like you said, you don't want to act like a therapist, but and you also want business, but also you care about people and you know that, that they're getting it for the wrong reasons. Well, I, I think there's room for everyone to have, even if it's like, you know, better skin quality or taking care of their skin 
with medical grade skincare, we can talk about that. Um, but if, if they truly have like a really recessed chin or they have lips that turn in or, or corners of the mouth that are really, if they have truly have something that I know is like, gosh, you know, um, it's attracting the wrong type of attention. Yeah. Or they're so like, I could oh, see where I could see where that would, but a lot of times they don't know the feature that's making them be like be perceived by someone else in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I kind of think, okay, I would, if I, you know, if I had my daughter who felt this way or my mom felt this way and she was going to someone, I kind of think like I would want to be that provider to where, you know, you definitely couldn't, or a lot of times this is when I call in the doctor. Like I'll call in the doctor I work for and, you know, kind of go over the consult just to make sure I'm on the right wavelength. Cause sometimes they, it can go an awkward way where, I don't want to say the wrong thing to pull them over the edge, but I'm, you know, a girl's girl. I get it. I'm, you know, trust me. I'm like, like true said, I'm, I definitely um, can drink the Kool-Aid, but um, I, I definitely, you know, talk about in a normal way. I see this feature is off to you and we're going to measure you and see, and this is a solution that can help balance that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know, it's really important that, you know, your skin stays young and all these, like I, I kind of go a more, neutral approach and Mm -hmm. then I'm just kind of you know keeping in the back of my mind just you know dancing that line um it just depends on what they're saying or what their main their main concerns are the the ones that just keep wanting to get more and more and more and more done are the ones where I I really I I push those towards the doctors that I work for have you just flat out like refused if somebody's like hey no I want my lips bigger or what's the biggest thing that you normally have to Deny. Say no to or deny. I, I say lips, lips are probably the yeah. biggest thing. Lips, mm-hmm. um, and um, I'll say, um, you know, um, I'll cheek defi- filler. Or- yeah, well, I'll definitely tell them like the logistics of it. Like your lips can only have this much amount, and we are very balanced. You look amazing. You don't want to, you know, cross the line with your anatomy of your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say, you know, I don't have all of the ammo for you, so I'm going to bring in, you know, Doctor Diaco. I'll, right. So I'm going to let you see him and see what he says. So normally when I when I and let do him break your heart because he's good at that, they'll either say, no, no, it's fine. I'll do whatever Carrie says or uh-huh. or he's, you know, has doctors have a way of people listen to doctors more. Okay. So I tell even tell Drew this. And if, if he was to say um, this is I'm removing a skin cancer from you. I need you on medical grade skin care. This is what I want you on. They will they will they will fucking buy it. They will do sure. whatever they, a doctor says. Now, a nurse comes in and does that. And they're like, let me think about it. And so I know, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. So um, I I definitely think that there's a whole different um, level of respect, mind almost. shift okay. when they're actually talking to a doctor. So I push that off on. That that's what my doctors sense. are there for. I mean, I'm work. I mean, you know, I don't have the answers. I'm not the doctor, but it's something that I know is often I can't handle. I go to my higher, my boss. Yeah, because yeah. it also you don't want. I mean, that's your work there. So if yeah. she looks like a fucking weirdo walking around town, and she and someone's like, "Who did your lips?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, no. Carrie did." And it's like, "Oh, why?" Hey, there's been a couple. Oh, wait, wait. There's been a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, and that I or that I've seen, and and I didn't do their lips. Like they have something already terrible, and I'm trying to talk them into you know diluting it. And uh-huh. but they're they think, oh, it's that, and they're like, oh yes, I see Carrie. I'm like, oh my god, no, you don't. You're like, please don't tell people <laughs> I was like, this. Don't tell them. Don't, don't tell oh, them girl, until let's I go fix over you. Here and talk to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Let me fix you. Please don't tell anyone. Yeah. So there are a few of those. Um, but uh, um, but no. But I, I honestly, 
it take, I might not be for everyone either. I mean, some patients want that Groupon look. They want that over-injected look because, you know, when you're young and you're hot and, you know, you think you could definitely sometimes handle it more than someone that's older. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's they don't want to hear it. And like I said, they'll find another injector that'll do it. And that's I'm not going to do that. So, um, well, that's good. I but there appreciate are some that. face shapes that can hold it. I mean, Kylie can really hold it like, you know, the Kylie Jenner. Kardashian. Yeah. I think that she looks better with bigger lips because her face shape. Yeah. But they're definitely enhanced and things are weird on Instagram and all that. It's just nothing appears is what it seems. No, it, nothing's real. some face real. shapes can hold a, look, a I bigger I think that's part area. of the mental health problem 100%. is you get on social media and there's filters and there's, oh, yeah. you know, all these whatever apps that make you look like, you know, you have ass implants and yes. lips and, you know, birds around your head and all that shit. And everyone has this <laughs> idea that, you yeah. know, it's a bigger, better deal. I've got to look... This is reality. Oh, my God, look how happy they are. Look how this, mm-hmm. look how perfect. And, yep. you know, they had 15, you know, uh, face touch-up, whatever oh, yeah. that app is oh, and fa- all that. Yeah. Whatever that shit. Isn't that, what's that called, Drew? Catfishing? Didn't you tell me that you went on a date before we ever knew each other? You know what catfishing is, is that Carrie, right? right? No, is that right when you're not? Yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah. Right? I just learned that term like two years ago. Really? I know. Drew, she doesn't know what catfishing is? I've heard it from, from, from Chloe. Oh, daughter. from my daughter? Yeah, but I've never. <laughs> yeah, catfishing. Exactly it's like you put that. up a hot, uh, like a, oh, a picture yeah, that's yeah. not really you, yeah, and then you meet them I've in been person. The of that a, a didn't you times. have that on when you did like Match.com shit before we ever oh, met? Oh, Anna, I feel maybe. a good story coming about? on. Yeah, Match is, is a it's it's a tragic place to look for a partner. It used to be easier to catfish back in the day, but now there's multiple ways of double checking your work and. Doing your Double research. checking your work. Yeah, going on a date, I do my own research. the same yeah. person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go on your LinkedIn. I'm going on your Insta. I'm going on your Facebook. And then if you don't have any of those, then I also think that that's a red flag. Oh, I'm it like, is. That's why huge. are they oh, uh, hiding? Huge. What's going on They're here? They're a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's frightening. Anna knows a couple of those. Uh, I did. He's dead now. Um, oh. Oh, if you want me to give you true the backstory. Story. This is a true story. It's one. Of, it's one. Of, it's my favorite party story to tell. It was a nightmare when it happened, but now that it's over, I mean, we have to laugh. Very famous story. Because if we're not laughing, we're crying. I say that all the time. So uh, we have to make everything, yeah. you know, humorous. Especially me. Yeah, otherwise it's it, life is deeply tragic. So um, uh, my roommate, I have a roommate, and she had a boyfriend, and they started dating, I want to say Christmas 2019. And, you know, he was a very attractive man with very nice arms, and I remember looking at those arms and going, God damn it, why can't I find a man with those kind of arms? Oh, um, those arms are going to come back into the picture in a few, it, it, we're going to circle back to the arms. But anyways, they dated for about three months. He ended up being a little on the psychotic side. Thankfully, um, she ended things with him. He did not respond well. We had to get the police involved because he was showing up at the house at odd hours. And then when he threatened physical violence and it was a little bit of a problem. And I remember it was March 15th because I'm Daisy. Uh, Daisy. I'm crazy date uh, savant. So I remember it was March 15th, two thousand. 20, it was basically the week that everything locked down because of COVID. And thank God it happened before then. Otherwise, he probably would have been like quarantining with us. But anyways, his name was Zach. And uh, Zach threatened uh, physical violence against my roommate. And I remember she came out in the living room and she said, quote, um, he texted me and he said, quote, "Um, I was thinking about coming over and murdering us both, but I'm over it now. And my response was, when he says us, 
does he mean you and him or does he mean me and you? Like, I'm a little confused. And she goes, I think he means me and him. I'm like, okay, better, but still not good. So let's call the cops. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to get murdered. I wasn't fucking the guy. Like, I'm just the roommate. (laughs) So, uh, but I didn't know if he was mad at me. I gave him a few dirty looks one time. You know, maybe he didn't appreciate that very much. So... The the cops come over. They file an incident report. They talk to him. File an incident report. No no problem. Okay. He tries to reach out to her a few times. She completely ignores him. It's all good. All right. Then fast forward to October of that same year of 2020. So almost a year ago. I'm just doing some research for work. You know, prep for the show. And I see an article in New York Post about a murder suicide. It was fucking him. <gasps> he killed the next girl he dated stop and then he killed himself and they didn't even know how she died because she was so badly butchered like he didn't even just shoot her he like cut her up like it was fucked up and i am losing my mind and i'm looking at the mugshot i'm like i never forget a face like who is and then all of a sudden i was like (gasps) and i started scrambling for a name and i found it and it was zach and i start fucking losing it I tell my roommate, which maybe wasn't the move, but that gave her nightmares for months. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was. Were we, you working here when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. I was working here and I, I let it fly on the air a little too much. And she was tuned in because I was also pissed because I felt like she really didn't vet people very well before she brought them over and they know where we live. And he basically started living with us almost immediately. He was over five, six nights a week and, I mean, I don't want to, he's not my boyfriend. I don't want to see him fucking every day. So um, I just felt like she wasn't vetting men properly. And, you know, this was kind of like a a habit, you know, where it's like she meets a guy and then all of a sudden, you know, they're attached at the hip. So I was a little bit concerned and I I let those um, issues fly over the air and she didn't appreciate it. But we worked through it. It's okay. You know, it's all good. She's with the guy who's who's great, and he's over a lot too. But you know, what are you gonna do? He's 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 a oh, nice that's man. More scary about, than COVID. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yes. Yeah. So it was. It How was about really that freaky. story? Yeah. He and wow. I called him marbles scarred. because he he had a he mumbled a lot, like he had marbles in his mouth. And oh. I I, pl- I remember I played Monopoly with him for like four hours, the three of us. And I just, you know, I loathed both of them, maybe because I was a little bitter, maybe because I was a little jealous because of the arms. But little did I know that those arms were going to butcher the next girl that he dated. So the mumbling thing, Drew's obsessed with forensic files. Like he like, I mean, (laughs) obsessed. Okay. Is that mumbling? Is that like, is that like a characteristic of a. You mean like talking to yourself mumbling? No, like it, he doesn't enunciate well. So I'd be like, what? You sound like you have marbles in your mouth. So I called him marbles, like not to his face, but, you know, affectionately behind his back. Is that a characteristic of a serial killer? Yeah. My husband's a mumbler. Uh-oh. That's it. I'm dead. Well, that's not good. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a tangent story, yeah. but. Let's go on to the pimple popping story. Yeah, I, but I, I do want to circle back to, um, like, aesthetics and everything like that. You said that you've been doing this for about 20 years, right? So you've been doing this before Instagram, before Facebook, yes. before uh, Snapchat. So what have you noticed are the differences? Like, was it a bit less crazy? And then as soon oh, as. Yeah. You know, Instagram filters come into play. Now everybody wants to look like a, a filter that's of a person that's not even real. Well, I how do. has it changed? The phone has changed everything. The phone, okay. I mean, how's that? Just, I mean, it, between Instagram and social media, it, I mean, I feel like it's fucked up many things, including um, your self-image. 
um, like how were things before the the pocket phone, before the smartphone? How were people before they could have the access to the internet on their phone? How were things back they then? They definitely didn't know as much. Okay. And so, you know, back when I started, um, this this whole aesthetic industry was not as popular. Um, but, um, I yeah, I definitely think, I mean, social media is a, is a blessing and a curse. I mean, okay. it can definitely keep people knowledgeable. And, of course, if they're, you know. Connected. And- connected in their, like, oh, I, you know, that area. Oh, I have that mole or I have that <laughs> yeah. hair there or whatever. I Feel can get less that alone. fixed now. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah can, there's a way. So I definitely think it's a, there's a positive, you know, um, but people know more. And then also you've got providers who think, oh, this sounds amazing. I want to, like, you know, throw a needle around someone's veins and arteries. And, <laughs> and you know, that looks great. I can make people look better. and Or I can do that. People can make a lot of money doing that or whatever. And then you get, you know, people who aren't qualified who are, you know, fucking up faces and causing dysmorphia on faces because they're, you know, not doing a proper consult or, or they're unaware of how to inject. And they think it's this glamorous um, life, which it is, but you have to know what you're doing. It's a very, it, I mean, it's not as easy as it looks on Insta, which definitely makes it look easy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see needles popping around and then you see like their results and it just seems like any, you know, by any bartender could do it. Um, but, um, and so, um, yeah, I mean, definitely patients know, they know more. So okay. they're coming in with even more questions. Okay. So I think that's probably the biggest thing is that growing in this industry, I was able to really understand like the, cause I loved having it done myself and I love doing it. So I, you know, the lasers, the skincare, all that. Um, and, you know, I really got to understand it and be able to, to dumb it down when you have all of this new information out and every laser company is putting out this, you know, the same thing, but calling it something different. Mm-hmm. So patients, they know what they are. They think they know what they're talking about. If they're talking about, you know, body work or body devices or, you know, skincare. I use this, I use that. And I want, you know, Dysport or this or Botox. There's just so many like Coke and Pepsis. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think that my treatment plan and my, the knowledge I learned before it all got super popular helps me dumb it down for patients and get them like the right treatment for what they need mm-hmm. and help them to educate them of what laser does what so that it just kind of cuts all the noise out of all the things that they think they know. Um, you know, cause everyone knows cause Google teaches everyone, um, you know, all the treatment. So I think in, in that question, Mm-hmm. It's I I was blessed to be in the industry before it got crazy um, when people knew too much or they you know were posting the before and afters and treatments on you know TikTok or Insta yeah um, which you know they're the experts now so we're just having a conversation right and maybe I'm just ignorant to to like fashion and aesthetic trends but there's been things that have come into the picture in the last like five years where I was like I didn't even know that was a thing like oh yeah eyebrows like that is so important to people and it can like shape the face of course but like I didn't know it was that big of a deal eyelashes like everyone's getting those extensions and yeah and a little bit i feel like there's tasteful ones but i mean some of them are like how the hell is your eye like oh, sore from oh, just carrying that so fucking true. lash yeah. in there oh it's very true yeah what do you call them drew disney princess lashes oh disney princess yeah like tarantula legs yeah I, I don't i don't really like that when it just it looks it looks insane it looks crazy and then what's weird is when you take them off like when those people take them off they look like naked i'm like are you okay you look sick they're like no sometimes I just they look lashes. younger without I took them? my lashes off i felt like i i think it makes you look younger yeah that might be the case because i feel like a lot of young people get it like 21 and they and look they're... like your stepmom 
You know what I mean? Like that's fucking you're fucking your dad, and that's your new stepmom, and they just look like Kylie Jenner, for example. When she was like 19, she looked like she was 30. Oh, I thought she was older. Right? Yeah. She looked like she was, you know, banging your dad, yeah. and you're just like, whoa, you're a teenager. That's crazy. But those and, and lips too, which I mean, I know that lips have always been, you know, a, a, a very feminine feature, and people have always tried to like enhance their lips. But the size of the lips now just seems that people just keep pushing the envelope. I so. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. But I also do love, because I get mesmerized by this, um, is like even just the makeup tutorials. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I only knew that back when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have even had the plastic surgery I've had. Um, because there's just so much like information. Like contouring I, and stuff. I am that's much just watching. I'm like, oh, how they like, it's, it's artistic. Yeah, just it watching is. them do that. But it, it does, when you have makeup on, you definitely feel better, look better. You know, when you look better, you feel better. When you feel better, you, mm -hmm. right. you know, do better. When you do better, you work. And so I live by that philosophy from just confidence. But it's, um, but it's the, I mean, you just, yeah, you definitely, you know, you want to put some makeup on and just enhance your features. Right. Your you don't eyes. have to look like a drag queen. Yeah. But that's one thing on <laughs> like social me, but, that is, um, yeah. Oh, you have, I have those moments. Like, I want to be, you know. Yeah. It's, that's, that's the good side of social media. Yeah. You know, learning stuff. And I mean, I'm so old. I actually like cleaning hacks, <gasps> I you know, love like those. cleaning hacks and shortcuts. And that's when I like you know those. you're getting old. Well, I have like weird things up. I like to. I watch yeah. like donut eating and squishing, and you know, yeah, she's and, a and weirdo. pimple popping. So that's where Drew comes in. Doctor Drew comes in. I love pimple popping, and I and I know Terry, you hate it. Carrie, how do you feel about it? Does that like tickle some weird part of your brain? Because it really does for me. I do love cleaning dirty things. So like I, you know, like I just do the love relief popping. of yes, something yes. that's in there and now it's out of yes. there, and oh yes. It's weird. It's like those mirror neurons start firing and it's like you get relief from. And that's why I also like listening and watching the chiropractic videos. It's like it tickles the same part of my brain when you hear like those cracks. Oh, You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I get it. So um, like Drew, how do you feel about that? Like when you see someone come in with like a big, nasty blackhead or you're like, fuck you. Yeah, let's get this sucker <laughs> out of here. I can't say that's what attracted oh, okay. me to, to dermatology. In fact, <laughs> I tell most people. Not not to press and squeeze oh, those Lord. things because they usually end up. You're no fun. No going, going backwards and getting inflamed and, and even yeah. worse looking. Those are the ones we end up seeing. So you know we, uh, I like to pop a little intralesional steroid nose or the the old fashioned warm compresses. <laughs> okay. Some some you just have to drain. It's, I know it's not sex. This isn't like murderous psycho boyfriend. <laughs> So, I know. <laughs> not as not as sexy, but, uh, but. he and, did and teach had, me how to take care of a cyst because we did have Ooh. to pop a cyst on enough, his back. No, I've had enough big ones. I mean, these aren't going to be as sexy and, and fun as what you see on Doctor Pimple Popper. Mm -hmm. Oh, it squirts across the room. Oh, hell yeah! Enough. Hard pop or soft pop? Hard pop. Pop and, and, and the so contents squirt under my mask, and they end up smelling <laughs> it for twenty minutes. <laughs> what true. is it like sebum or what it's causes that? Combination. Yeah, it's it's. The oil, the it sebum, stinks. and you know dead skin cells. Sometimes there's there's a uh, you know pus, which is basically inflammation that's built up in there. And Do you ever get grossed it? out? Oh, it, 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 it smells it smells horrible. That's <laughs> why I, that's not my favorite thing to. That's not why I went into dermatology. So why did you? What inspired you? If not that, Drew, what uh, what inspired you? Well, I treat skin cancers, so that's, that's okay. So you're saving lives. I guess the, that's that's yeah, better than popping things. Reconstruction. Okay. Uh, we're you know we do. Uh, I think a lot of the there's a lot of crossover with plastics with regard to. I was gonna say like because I know Carrie gets a lot of fulfillment out of making people feel better, and I'm sure you have a lot of patients with like acne and stuff. So when they He's see improvements, really good at teaching at, at, at 
at Acne. At Acne. I so learned like, a lot from him. That must be really fulfilling for like, especially, you know, young people, teenagers yeah. and e- even older people, but especially them, they come back and it's like their skin's a lot clearer. They have a lot more confidence. dates. And, and yeah. There's so many awesome. good drugs now, you know, with regard to like diseases like psoriasis and eczema mm-hmm. you see all these obnoxious commercials on tv but yeah you can do a lot of good now the the medications and and i'm, I'm not pro big pharma either but but certainly there there's some people that need sure of course yeah it makes a big difference is psoriasis hereditary it is yeah. my mom well, has for, it for, for most people there's usually a hereditary component to great it. but there's a lot of environmental triggers and things that Kind of uh, like kind of what stress. Oh, I wouldn't know stress, anything about sure. that. Yeah. Um, do you have any? And I know this is kind of like a probably a question you get often, but are, do you have any like skin tricks and tips and stuff? I know it's like, yeah, I don't stay in the sun, wear sunscreen, oh God, you know, drink water. Say. But like, what is your what's like your top two or three tips they tell people that maybe they haven't heard before? Uh, what was I going to say, Carrie? No, just say it. Talking about sunscreen. Oh. Well, what are your? I, 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 tell, what, okay. I tell you, you don't have to spend a, a ton of money. And it's just going to probably go totally against uh, every every some of the stuff that we've been or y'all been talking about. But mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a ton of money. Okay. To, to look good, I mean, uh, prevention is, is really the key. And so, uh, you know, a gentle skincare regimen, sun protection, and then see a very conservative, well-versed, experienced. Um, Cosmetic nurse. Like my wife. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Nice oh, plug. Nice gonna, plug. You're going to do very well. Good twist. <laughs> so if, if you, because well, I, about, okay. I like the sun, right? I really do. But I have been staying out of it. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to use baby oil. And, you know, sunscreen <gasps> was. no sun in here. It's dark. Right. Right. That's true. <laughs> Tell I, them about your I trick grew up, with, with um, if you're. Um, is it bad, though, sunburn. to get, to get, you know, if I, if you use sunscreen, I grew up. Um, in northern Indiana, just south of Michigan, really close to the Michigan border. So, you know, we had three-month summers. You know, you're using baby oil. The tanner, the better. I used to go to tanning beds like crazy. And now, of course, the last 10 years, I'm like, what in the hell was I doing? <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm really trying to stay out of the sun. But I hate that white, pasty look. I love the sun. Is there a happy medium that if you really use a good sunscreen – that you can go out and, you know, I have a pool. I love to swim. I love to go to the beach. Is it still okay to have sun exposure if you're smart? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the people that are the most pale are the ones that are not going to tan well. And, and so people end up overdoing it. And there's there's really no safe tan, unfortunately. But it's all about moderation. I mean, I, I like to go outside. I would, I hate to say it, as I've gotten older, I probably have gotten more Maybe because I'm getting older and uglier anyway, I, I tend to Shut get up, more Marky sun. Mark. <laughs> I tend to get more sun now than I did before, um, you know, probably my early years. And, and What number of sunscreen? Really like what, what SPF would you recommend? Like if, if Anna and I are going to the beach, we're going to be there for three or four hours. Well, uh, I pretty much recommend uh, SPF 30 for, for most people. Okay. Your fair skin, I mean, it's, it's obviously more important to be I always do 100. Consistent. Yeah, tell them, tell them the 100. difference between 30 and 100. I feel like it's not that big of a difference, right? Well, the yeah, the, the SPF number is tested in a factory, so it's it's not really proportional to how much ultraviolet that's 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 blocked. Mm-hmm. So let's say like a 90, an SPF of, of 15 blocks 93% of the rays. Mm-hmm. The, the number, it's kind of an exponential um, 
I guess it, it it's 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 more of an exponential um, analogy. Increase, but, yeah. But it, like a SPF of, of fifty may block out ninety eight percent. So the problem is most people don't put on the recommended amount that's tested in the lab. So if somebody Shot puts glass. on of, if somebody puts on a fourth of their recommended amount, then the SPF of 30 is 7, whereas, you know, a higher SPF will give you a little bit more of a buffer because at least, you know, they're getting maybe a 12 or a 15 the way the average person puts puts, you know, right, right. puts it on. But yeah, no, I don't mess around with that. Yeah. If you have a history, a family history of, let's say, melanoma or you're already developing basal and squamous cells at a young age, then it becomes more important for those to wear sunscreen. Some people just have natural protection and, and, and darker skin and mm-hmm. you know, darker skin types. Uh, and then and some people just have uh, maybe their immune system fights these things off better. But, so just be smart, yeah. you know, moderation and use burning, a, a good a sunscreen problem. You know, if you're getting a little red color, so to speak, you're probably doing a little better. Although theoretically, we have to say if you're getting color. I mean, you're get, you're doing some damage. It's a protective. Sure. It's a protective reaction your skin's putting out. You know, you mm-hmm. can tan, but, but if brown you tan, fat looks so tan. much better than white fat. I know, I've always said that too. <laughs> well, I tell you, these spray tans don't look good though. I think yes, they I, do. I, some of them do. Than others, but in house general, divided. Uh, I've never house. done one. I don't. I mean, not, not that I don't think I ever. I need one of those. When I lived in Michigan, my skin got to a color I was uncomfortable with. Like, <laughs> what is that? Because I've lived in California and here, you know, my whole life. So I have like a and I have like nice olive skin. But when I was in Michigan, it was absolutely disgusting. But you're saying that that spray tans are no good. Oh, I mean they're they're safe, so but they just look color, gross. I, my the my one time I had a is, streak, and now yes, I think time. they're streaky. They got an orange color. Mm-hmm. They look weird on your hands. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, so you're not you, a fan. You have you have to you know exfoliate, make sure it's evenly applied. But even still, you know, but they look good for a few days and they start to peel off. So you're essentially just like staining the skin. Is that what it is? Like exactly. Okay. I, I tell Carrie that I said sometimes they, they look like shit stains like <laughs> the back of your leg and. <laughs> And, uh, he I don't likes like all skin natural, marks. though he doesn't know that everything's not natural. I like pale natural. skin. Uh-huh. I think you, you have to have color to, to look good. I think pale pale skin is coming back in, and that back in the day that was a sign of of, of aristocrats. Oh, I know. Well, to do a tan tan person meant somebody that was and the migrant work. They worked, yep. yeah, they worked outdoors. Yeah, a day labor somewhere along the line that got sexy. But you see these people coming in, and these you can tell the women are. Are, are beautiful, even though they're aging, but they're 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 the sun has damaged their skin. They look you know, ten times a little bit leathery. Face. But yeah. that was the right answer. They're still beautiful, boy. He, he knows can tell what to Car- say. Yeah, boy. He's, He's a Scorpio. Sh- he knows how to charm Carrie. it. Scorpio. I love how you read into that. Um, yeah. I I don't know anything about horoscopes, but uh, <laughs> we'll have a whole podcast on that. All right, That'll next next week we'll do it. But I I do want to thank everybody for coming in, Drew, Tara, Carrie. Thank you guys so much for making time. So fun. And uh, we will be doing this soon. So stay tuned for another episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.